Michael. Yes. You know what today is? Um, the Ides of March. Well, no, that's when we're recording this, but do you know what today is? No, I don't. So, uh, according to anchor.fm, the place where you can listen to our podcast, the first episode of the pod, Jenny was a friend of mine, dropped on March 30th, 2020. Wow. And this, this right here, is the 52nd episode of the pod. And so, there are 52 weeks in a year. We've made it a year. Why Why are you dragging this out longer than... <laughs> because I don't have much to talk about this week. Okay, good. So we just torture the listeners with like long expositions. They've already about- turned it off. It's too late. It's over. That's... <laughs> Yeah, there go the stats. Shit. What stats? We're not in this for the stats. We're in this for the, the fun of the game. Yeah, that's right. And Get the long on. haul. We're 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 pure sportsmen. Mm, yeah. Killersmen. Killers. Oh, no, that's just murderers. That's just Yeah, murders. that's just murders. <laughs> Killersmen. Highwaymen. Highwaymen. Did you ever listen to that? Okay, okay. Sorry, one more aside and then I'll do the intro proper because I definitely haven't done it yet. Did you ever listen to the the oh god there's there's a lot of steps to this. Did you ever listen to the Sugar Ray cover of the song Stand and Deliver by Adam Ant? I don't think so. Did you ever have the album Floored by Sugar Ray? I did. Then you definitely have heard it. Okay, then I have heard this song. Okay. How do I you just f- it's not it's not it's not like registering with you emotionally yeah it's it's not coming up for is like one of the songs i remember from that album i just love that we don't think about how sugar ray used to be like a new metal band but they kind of were yeah definitely if you get the chance audience i know we're a killers podcast but you don't even know that yet we haven't even done the intro but go out and seek out a copy it's probably on Spotify. It's definitely on Spotify. A copy of the album floored by the band Sugar Ray. It's 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 completely different from what they sounded like in 1459 or like their later stuff. And it's 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 crazy. It's super fun. It is a, a, a large departure from. What you would typically think with Sugar Ray. Yeah, I, I mean. It's I mean, it doesn't sound anything like fly or every morning. Yeah, but 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 you got to think about it like for in context, everything else by Sugar Ray doesn't sound like that. That's true. All right. Because that came just the way you look at it. Right. Yeah, it's all it's all perspective, you know, from uh, in the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know, from a certain point of view. What kind of podcast is this? So anyway, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. A podcast where every week, in no particular order, Spencer and Michael Nance select two songs, one song, a song by the band The Killers. Wouldn't that be crazy? Okay, check it out. What if, like, to speed things along, we just do two songs a week? We we did what? What if we do two songs every week instead of just one? 
two songs in a week. That would be hard. And the yeah. episodes would be really long. Yeah, you're right. We're not going to do that. Anyway, we pick a song by the band The Killers with no regard to when they released and in no particular no. order or no order whatsoever in no regard for popularity. No. And then we talk about it in as much detail as possible. That's that's the concept. We're, we're reintroducing the concept because it's it's been a year, I guess. It's been a year. And, uh, you know, if we were doing songs based on popularity, we definitely would have finished the pod with questions with the captain. Oh, definitely. Definitely. The biggest hit um, the killers the, have ever done. The best killers song. But what about zombie hands? Zombie Hands is a true fan favorite. I'll grant you that. But uh, when it comes to um, worldwide appeal, it's got to be questions with the captain. Oh, now I got to mute all my Discord servers again. You're just too popular on Discord. I know. Uh, Anyway, I'm your host, Spencer Polly. And with me, as always, Polio. And with me, as always, is the other host of this podcast. Not my co-host, but the other host. An equal among equals. Michael Nance. What an intro there. I feel so honored. Here at the year anniversary of the pod. This is such a this is so wanky. What's wanky? It's wanky. What does that mean? Um, well, are you familiar with the term wanker? I am. Are you familiar with wanking the verb? Yes. Okay. So wanky is something that wanks. It's mm. an adjective. This podcast is wanking right now. It's a yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit wanky right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're kind of. We're kind of. We're kind of. You know. You know. When we think about ourselves, we touch ourselves. <laughs> Interesting. Compelling stuff. I. You know. I, I, I don't know what it is about this week and last week, but I, I just uh, am low energy again. It's I oh. took a nap before this, but then I went down to my kitchen to make some rice and I was hoping to make it fried rice. Uh, like later, so I checked my fridge for eggs and I'm out of eggs. So what a bummer. What a super bummer. Also, I, I want to make a point. Last week I started and I did the intro in like kind of this weird like camp gay voice. I, I don't know why I did that. I feel bad about it. I don't, I don't know what my deal is. It, it was certainly bizarre. I was wondering where it came from. Yeah, I just, you know, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes these voices, they just come out. I was, I, I realized a couple of weeks ago that I exclusively described my parents in a very like New York Jewish voice because I'm Jewish and my parents live in New York, but I've never lived in New York and my parents are not from New York. But if, if so, they sound nothing like what you make them sound like. Yeah, my mom's from Florida and my dad's from East Tennessee. Like they don't sound at all like, oh, my God, you want to talk about this? I'm going to go over to your house. I'm going to break <laughs> both your legs. You know, it's nothing like that. <laughs> but I can't not do that voice when I I, I, I speak you're just to compelled. my parents. Yeah, no, it's 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 like a thing. I'm trying to say I do my mom and dad's actual voices when I mimic them. 
No. But yeah, I mean, I guess that's just a testament to how normal your parents probably actually sound. They probably just sound like regular people. I mean, you can hear my accent. I don't have one. Yeah, exactly. Both of my parents had strong Texas accents. You don't have an accent at all, though. You have. It's weird. You know what you sound like? You sound like someone from like Waco. I'm not kidding. (laughs) I I mean, you're from Waco, but yes, um, go watch. Okay, you know who? uh, Oh, God, what's his name? Uh, The Franklin Barbecue, Aaron Franklin. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's from Waco and. He's the only person I've ever heard that sounds that has your exact like cadence. You two sound identical. And it's like he's from Texas. He's a real live Texan from Texas. <laughs> but but he doesn't like sound like the yo, well, hey y'all, I'm gonna go over and <laughs> you know, burn your house down. I don't I can't do the yeah. accent quite. But, uh well, like you know, my mom is from East well, Texas is so large that it has regional accents. You it's know? crazy, yeah. So East Texas, where my mom's from, sounds very different than, you know, like South Texas or West Texas. And my mom says wash instead wash? of wash. Oh, so man. she's like, Mac- Michael, do you need me to wash that for you? Oh, my God. It's my mom. I mean, there's no denying it. Like, my mom would never say, oh, I don't have an accent. She would be like, yeah, I have an accent. I mean, and my dad kind of leaned into his accent later in life, but he definitely. Yeah. Had a strong accent. I what I'm I'm what I'm really getting at is. I don't know where I'm going with this. What you're really getting at is your parents don't sound like typical New York Jewish people. Yeah. Because they're not from New York. Yeah. And they don't really have an accent either way. Yeah, exactly. The because yeah. That's that's the point. That's the story. Cool story, bro. Say cool story, bro. (laughs) Cool story, bro. Perfect. But no, really, we're this isn't I mean. I've definitely had more low energy weeks. This is not low energy. I feel like I feel like this week we're kind of leaning into it because I woke up from a nap like 10 minutes before the pod and then I had to make rice. This is not exciting. You know what? Let's get into the song. Michael, come up with a pun really fast. Go. Uh, uh, OK, I went to the store and I was at the deli counter and oh, sorry, go. Go on, go on. Sorry, I clicked the thing. uh, The uh, you know, there's this newest new beef that I really wanted to try, and uh, this was, by the way, it was a a New York deli. A New Um, York deli? Yeah, you know, with like uh, the butcher standing behind me as the tickets, and he'll call your number. And uh, number fourteen. Number uh, fourteen. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he was telling me that my durful beef was ready, and uh, so he was going wonderful, wonderful. That's the I mean, best I could do. It's fine. I I was trying to think of something along those lines too. So we're we're <laughs> we're the we're about the same spot. <laughs> it's because you didn't listen to the shell, Spencer. I I was praying for rain in the store by the drain or whatever the fucking line is. 
This just turns into a cat in the hat poem. That's what it is. This that's exactly what it is. Holy fuck, dude. There is a there is definitely a beat poetry aspect to this song. Yeah. Beyond that like crazy intro, you know. Like the It's a like, compelling intro. Like the Ewoks or I'm Jewish, the shofar intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the like weird, I don't know, it's probably the synth with like a you know, note flexor or whatever that thing's called, the knob. I don't I don't I don't think it is this time. Because you think it's a shell? You think it really is like a conch shell? No, it's I mean, it's what I'm saying is they don't use this. They don't do that live. Spoilers. Oh, so normally I'd be like, yeah, this is this is definitely that thing. But. What do they just start with the baseline live? No, they have um, they have Ted play guitar it, play um... it on guitar. I play guitar so it could be it could be guitar even with the album version it could be they could just use like some guitar slide effect yeah it's it's the guitar that's definitely a guitar it's a horny well, guitar i gotta say i said this to spencer while we were listening to the song before the pod listen to this intro and tell me this doesn't sound like the start of a klingon battle in star trek exactly Copla or whatever. Until Brandon starts singing, I could if you played that intro before two Klingons started fighting in a yeah, whatever the Copla. Copla. I can't think I of Fucking Star Trek, man. I mean, I I also think of when that one Klingon dies and like Worf screams in that like the traditional Klingon way and you're not supposed to laugh, but it's still kind of funny. I mean, let's, let's just take a step back and recognize that Star Trek is fucking hilarious sometimes. Oh, completely. Completely. Okay. But I'm mad, mad props to Star Trek overall. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Okay. Pop quiz. Uh, what's your favorite and least favorite Star Trek show? Uh, favorite next generation. Least favorite Voyager. Dig it. Uh, for the record, uh, Deep Space Nine and Voyager. Your your favorite. I, I've heard a lot of people who love Deep Space Nine. Is it the continuity you like or what? Uh, it's just that Benjamin Sisko is the biggest badass who ever was in Star Trek. I mean, Ben Sisko is a pretty great captain. If no if, doubt. If you ever want a, a a good laugh, go find the uh, SF Debris review of the episode. I think it's in a mirror darkly, but I might be completely wrong about that. But SF Debris has an has a review of an episode of Deep Space Nine where he talks about the creation of Ben Sisko's ship, the Defiant, and it is literally a four minute sequence of nothing but pure jokes it's so funny i will not spoil it in the pod all right but seek it out i implore you but anyway y'all but anyway the song wonderful wonderful by the band the killers from the album wonderful wonderful the is it eponymous yeah the eponymous track track of the the probably the most 
controversial Killers album. Not in terms yeah. of like, you know, content, but just in terms of ev- how everyone feels about it. Right. It definitely this, has. It's polarizing. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've told you this a million times. I think this this album for you and me was what started more than anything else. The the path that led us to getting into doing this pod. Right. So the path to the pod went through. Wonderful, wonderful. Because I mean, the name is from it. The name is from the album. Well, yeah, we I mean, yeah, some kind of love, but just more than that. I remember texting you about the album itself. Yeah, Yeah, at great length, because it's this is one of this is okay. If if. Like if killers albums were movies. Wonderful, wonderful would be Tommy Wiseau's The Room (laughs) or or Rocky Horror Picture Show or it is it is it is truly something or uh, controversial opinion. Starship Troopers three. It's never seen Starship Troopers three. Oh, man, I've been talking about this movie a lot lately. We need to watch it. That's all I'm going to say. But this is this is the quintessential in my world. So bad. It's good album. And this song just gets them right off on the right foot. I I do feel like whether or not you like this song is going to be a litmus test for what you think of the rest of the album, because I I like Wonderful Wonderful as a whole. And I really like this song. I think this is a this is what I'm always talking about. If for people who are keeping up with the pod, this is the type of thing I'm talking about that I want Brandon to do. This is like fire and bone where you're, you're like branching out. You're letting the weird Brandon come out. Cause there's a lot of weirdness to this song, the intro, the buildup. I mean, the drop is really cool. Yeah. Um, you even get like drop. a classic Brandon synth hook. That's like very understated oh. at the end. Oh yeah. The oh, it's so good. It's there's so much to like about this song for me. And I really think that this is when, Brandon's trying to be experimental and he nails it. And I re- that's what I really like about this one. Um, you get also you get weird lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. uh, another mention of shame, which is great. Yeah, he, there's <laughs> a doing, lot of, there's, and doing things like wrestling moves to shame. There's there's a there's a lot of shame in this album. Did we do did we do dropkick your shame? We did that already, didn't we? Yeah, we did that. Yeah. yeah dropkick the shame. Call my name or. That's that album. The song has a different name. It's not Call My Name. No. Um, Hold on. The fuck is that name of that song? We've done I it. Always Life to it, Come. Life to I, Come, right? Yeah, Life to Come. I always think of that song is called Call My Name. Because no. that's the chorus. Yeah. There's. So that's the other. That's the other thing. I don't. I didn't. I'm not crazy about Life to Come or like certain other songs. Wonderful, Wonderful is all over the place in terms of how much I like the, the songs. Not like Sam's Town, where when it first came out, I was kind of in the same boat. And now I'm just like, OK, all these songs are great. Yeah, but exactly. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I still come back and I'm not like, oh, man, I can't wait to listen to Life to Come or uh, fucking uh, Rut. But <laughs> I just or the man. Oh, God, we've already covered the man. So I can talk about that one. And you guys know my disdain for that song. But I know the score. <laughs> When you hear this, an album start like this with Wonderful, Wonderful, 
and then it also has that same album has the man on it. That's where we are at sonically with wonderful, wonderful. It's so cr- it's such a good album. It's so fun. And this song, this song is is like a perfect distillation of the whole album. It's it's a blast. And it, yeah, I really like this one. It I don't know. It, it just it sets it sets the mood better than pretty much. I think I think this song does a better job of setting the mood than almost any other killer song on any other kill killers album. The only one. Well, we can't. I don't want to spoil the pod. I mean, we've done three. Actually, have we? I think we've even done Samstown, haven't we? We've never done. We haven't done Samstown yet. Okay. We did. And we haven't done Losing Touch. The first, that's day and age, right? Uh, But we have done, we have done My Own Soul's Warning. Yeah. We did Flesh and Bone. We did Flesh and Bone. So we've done four. We've done four out of seven or six. Four out of six. Yeah. We're out of six. We haven't done Tranquilize either. Yeah, get ready for that one. Oh boy, Trank. I, I'm gonna Can't spoil the pod. Don't spoil the pod. Don't spoil it. Because I want to. I just want to make a comment about tranquilize. Okay, make a it's, comment. It's please. weird. Okay, so check it out. So I feel like you and I both hold that song on kind of a like a pedestal, and also it's neither of our like top picks, and that's kind of surprising. Yeah, it's going to make for interesting conversation piece. Yes, yes. But but we'll we'll figure out when to put that in. Maybe we'll put that as our if if Cody the Miracle isn't out, maybe we'll do Tranquilize for song 100. <laughs> yeah. Cody the Miracle. The best the best killer song, everybody. It, it's already been predetermined. I know we're yeah. going to hate it. I know it's going to be like dude, it's going to let us down. Dude, it's going to be like Mr. Brightside part 2. Cody okay. the Miracle will just be a trap remix of Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid. And we'll look not only for it. We have to look. That has to exist. Hold on. Oh, 100%. Under the Sea trap. Re- yep, it exists. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, no. I'm going to be sad if this doesn't exist. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Thanks for saying this out loud. Here's. Oh, no. Oh, and this is free, too, from Rook Studios. The Ghetto Mermaid. Okay. Yeah, imagine if this was Cody the Miracle. Just imagine Brandon singing over this. When the shame comes through, it was me and you. Go on. And then I leg drop the shame. Leg drop the shame. Oh damn! You got it. We're continuing this motif of the shame wrestling. Do harm. Get real rough. Do harm to shame. Do do harm it's, to shame. You know that's the name of TK Seven. Happy or sad, joy or something else. It's all the shame to me. <laughs> what does Reddit have to say about this song? Oh, do we have to? Okay, fine. Also, I forgot to turn on uh, mono on my uh on my voice meter so uh if the song sounded terrible at the beginning i'm not gonna edit it it's gonna just now you know why it did that uh because normally i run all of the audio through one track and today i forgot okay so reddit 
So I only picked three Reddit threads because most of the threads were just about the album. Not about Dub Dub itself. Yeah. Oh, this is a great start, though. So, uh, this is from user Cinco de Garlic Mayo, who says, when you decide to give the album all over iTunes called Wonderful Wonderful a try because the album cover was pretty, but the first track is scaring you shitless, and it's a skull uh, emoji, and it's the uh, it, famous it's, gif of uh, Blink-182 frontman Tom DeLonge saying, what the fuck, from their one of their music videos. It's from uh, the song First Date, and that character, that character has a name, and it is literally Boomer. Is it really? Boomer? <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Okay, Boomer. Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Uh, yeah. I like that reaction. It scared you shitless. It's fucking nightmare fuel, bro. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pretty haunting start to the album. Shout out to the Quolf. Best response to this thread. I haven't even sorted it yet. I'm going to sort by controversial. But they just say, is this really how you discovered the killers? <laughs> <laughs> I would. That is actually pretty awesome. Yeah, they're they're not. They immediately respond by saying, "Today, I was imagined you're an everyday person who never listens to the Killers, and this thought is highly amusing." Yeah, basically, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, this is a ballsy song. It's it's not accessible. No, I I like it though. I made a. I have a coworker who wasn't well. I had a coworker. They don't work with me anymore. Who is a musician. And I played this album for them and they're like, this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like you start with that, this fucking song and you're just like, I don't understand. You have no idea what this person's going to think. Like, imagine if they started imploding the Mirage with fire and bone. No, That's... imagine if they started with imploding the Mirage. That's also a pretty weird song. <laughs> You feel like, what am I in for? I mean, I think it'd be better. It'd be better to start with imploding the mirage than fire and bone. I mean, yes, but I feel like I feel like them doing it as like the last song. I'm saying like a lot again. I feel like them doing it as the last song kind of made sense. Spoilers. Okay, so so the most controversial comment you want you want to read this? I've got hiccups. Yeah, uh, this is from user Jim Drops, who said, Wondering what happens here on a new album release as I only jo joined the sub this year. Does it go absolutely batshit crazy with people posting reviews? LOL. Uh, this was from a year ago, so Wonderful Wonderful had been out for well over what, two years. Yeah. Came out in 2017. Yeah. Yeah, so. And then uh, uh, classic user Deleted, our favorite uh -huh. user. Classic. Sa says... When Wonderful Wonderful singles started coming out, it was amazing to talk about them. And then once the album drop, it dropped, it was a zoo around here. So fun, smiley face. Well, that's interesting. Imploding the Mirage, it was pretty busy on the subreddit, but I guess we'll see what happens when TK7 drops and Cody the Miracle hits y'all's ears. The best. And we, we, we get to experience the miracle through Cody the Miracle. I really hope someone from the reddit listens to the pod i feel like there are times when they definitely are but you know you never know you know you never know i love it when i say that and i hope 
they are appreciating. I hope they perpetuate. Listen, if you're listening to the pod and you're from the Reddit, I want you, you. I one, we love you. Two, I want you to perpetuate the Cody the Miracle meme. Because I feel like the more we build it up, the worse it will be when it comes out. And by worse, I mean better. Right, Michael? Yes. We want to hear everything you've got to say. Exactly. Just just first thought, best thought on the existence of Cody the Miracle. Well, what what uh what do we got in the second Reddit thread? Okay. Reddit. So second Reddit thread. Four voices and wonderful, wonderful. There's a lot of words here, but oh, and this is from the K Wolf. The K Wolf. So posted by you Quolf. Four voices and wonderful, wonderful. Holy shit. Quote. So I know the song Wonderful Wonderful was inspired by Tana Flowers' childhood. Was this week 17 in a row? <laughs> Tana Flowers. Tana Flowers. They're all about Tana. All right. The murder universe. Or the murder trilogy. Oh, wait. And, we decided that she's part of it. That's right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Continue. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And I've heard the arguments that the lyrics can be interpreted as Brandon reassuring his wife that he loves her and will stand by her side regardless of what befalls their family with her mental illness. Wasn't that literally the plot of last week's song? However, uh, <laughs> I'm a practicing Christian. Okay, this is going in a direction I'm not Uh-oh. sure about. Uh-oh. And I recently had an epiphany on a different interpretation of the song. Basically, I think there are four voices speaking in the song. A preacher or spiritual guide instructing the motherless child. The devil, God, and finally, the motherless child herself. I think the song can be interpreted as the motherless child, a metaphor for any normal sinful human trying to find God with Satan interrupting her journey and filling her mind with doubts about her own worthiness. I think that at the end of the song, the motherless child finally blocks out Satan and finds peace in God's love and forgiveness. The never or never in the line. Don't you listen to the never can symbolize Satan. The allusions to the wall tie in with the story of Jesus with the Samaritan woman in the gospel of John and the lyrics. Keep your ear to the shell can be a metaphor for prayer or vigilance in listening for God's calling on the motherless child's life. Anyway, I broke up the lyrics below with some added grammar changes to reflect this interpretation. We'll never know what Brandon really meant, but this interpretation speaks to me. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but that's that's the word. Wow. Uh, that's all I can say about that. That's a lot, man. I'm kind that- of into it. I will say that you could make a book, like a full on book of crazy killers theories that we found on the Reddit and other sites. I'm telling you, man, what that vice article about fucking the alternate interpretation of the murder trilogy. And yeah, yeah, we like I said, we you and me need to go through and do that. Killer's iceberg is like uh, uh, exclusive at some point. Yeah, definitely. One hundred percent, because there's so much to the killer's lore that you wouldn't think. Yeah, it's it's the killer's is is it's too deep. Anyway, so feeling blue uh who will talk about him in a minute also. 
them, quote, I'm an atheist, but I got to admit that I'm a huge sucker for high religious symbolism. So I've always had the feeling that Dub Dub was something along this line, especially since it's sonically similar to The Calling. I love this interpretation. Thanks, Feeling Blue. You're very posy. And also, um, I super agree with the sentiment that high religious symbolism in general is pretty sick. So. Uh, True. It makes for some compelling fantasy. Exactly. Uh, according to Gagan with the flow, quote, this is super introvert. Interesting. This is the most controversial. That's the most controversial. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. How do you feel about this interpretation, Michael? It's nuts. Um, it, the song definitely has like, uh, you know, for lack of a better phrase, since we say it all like churchy vibes with the, but the drop is pretty wild. It it just has a certain gravitas to it that that's why it's such a stark contrast when I think about a song like The Man, which there is literally no other way you could interpret that other than, hey, this is a really confident guy, right? And then this song has like, oh man, what is Brandon trying to say here? We've got these like deep, complex theories going on, but it does also have a certain gravity to it that you, might be led to believe this is going to be a highly conceptual or maybe even spiritual album. I kind of like that these two songs are one next to the other on the album. (laughs) You hear this song? And then bam! And so, so you're, so you're, you're experiencing like this super high concept religious symbolism shenanigans. And all of a sudden there's just a song about like, that's literally big dick energy. The song. Right. right. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. It's all like intense. It's like if you were watching fucking the Godfather and then it finished and immediately like Phineas and Ferb started playing. You're like, what the fuck? Okay. You watch, you, you turn on fast and the furious right after the Godfather. <laughs> Most extreme elimination challenge. Let's bring it back. Gay le douche here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't score. I love men. <laughs> not- and now you're back to it. Spence. And now I'm back to the, camp gay voice anyway let's let's do the third thread all right take me there um i already spoiled it but this is by user feeling blue oh and this is another a deaf fan judges wonderful wonderful based on loudness so quote from the thread it's time for the long-awaited finale to the epic saga that is the unsolicited opinion of yours truly who is but a gust of wind in this hurricane of our victimhood victimhood in this case being what killers fans call themselves. But how will wonderful, wonderful measure up to its predecessors when it comes to hearability? Wow. (laughs) I will stop wasting your time with made up words and get right down to business. And right off the bat, dub dub has a review. It's one sentence. Based on loudness. You want to read that, Michael? Go. Oh, shit. Hold on. My mouse started fucking up. Oh, it's because I turned my sensitivity all the way up. Holy shit. Um, even if my ear wasn't to the shell, 
I'd be able to hear this banger of a track. 300 out of 10. It's not a, it's a, it's not a, the right number. Right. That's a, it's an improper fraction. Improper fraction. It's just 30. It's just 30. You gave it a 30. I give the song a solid 30 out of what? 30. 30 out of one. Which is still 30. Which is still 30, but, but you know, a scale of zero to one, and you give it a 30, that's, that's a lot. Wow. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> 30, 30 out of, of one. <laughs> you got to reduce your fractions, man. Yeah, you do. You got to reduce those fractions. It's essential to your math success, kids. Yeah. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about maths. Math. <laughs> maths. The British it's secretly way been about math. That's how you lure the kids in with a band that they don't care about. And then <laughs> and then and then talk about all of a sudden the most important. You know what I love, Spencer? I love being able to explain why an equilateral triangle is an equilateral triangle. Well, fuckery dingoes, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Math sure is fun. Math. Fucking hell. <sighs> algebra, algebra. Okay, so you want to you want to get them them lyrics? Yeah, let's look at them lyrics. Okay. Dub dub from dub dub. Uh, who's reading the lyrics? Who's reading the annotations? Oh, my God. There's a lot of annotations this week. OK, uh, Ooh, wow. I will read the lyrics. OK, I'll read the annotations. We'll start with the intro. The intro. That, page this intro. Is, uh, page intro for Wonderful Wonderful. That one started with our bass player, Mark Stormer. If there are minor key people and major key people, he's a minor key person. And I'm Oof. more of a major key person. Oh, interesting. Rude. So I rely on these kind of people to take me to the darker side sometimes. It feels very ominous, but there is a message of hope in it that happens if you wait for it. That's interesting. I like the fact, I mean, it's it makes me happy that Mark wrote this bass line and was like, we're, we're putting this in the album, Brandon. And it was ended up being the title track because I do. I want people to take the bring out the dark side of Brandon. I think it's great. I think we get some great killers music. And when he's we're in this mode as the as the band. Spooky Brandon. Spooky Brandon. Go, I mean, listen to zombie hands and tell me that's not Zom zombie hands. Brandon. <laughs> anyway, a ghost will come and pull your hair. Kinky. So anyway, verse one. And this is the only verse without a million annotations it's wall to wall for the rest of this so check it out don't you listen to the never keep praying for rain dancing for rain little girl by the drain motherless child rescue 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 don't you listen to the never keep praying for rain dancing for rain with your doll by the drain motherless child rescue is this rescue, like rescue. like an like an it reference I mean, with your doll by the drain. Hey, that I don't know the kid's name, but, you know, that scene, I think it's just supposed to be. Did Tana grow up in like a bad environment? That's what I get from this. I don't know anything about that. I don't maybe know. the drain is low class society. I don't know. We could add that annotation and people would just believe us. Probably. OK, pre-chorus <laughs> once one. And this is all one big annotation. So we're going to 
watch this after. But uh, okay, pre-chorus one, keep an ear to the shell, keep an ear to the shell, stay on the path that leads to the well. There are many take the one that leads to the well. Rescue, rescue, keep an ear to the shell, keep an ear to the shell. Michael. Presumably the inspiration for the album cover, Brandon Flowers described how he viewed his wife's depression as being similar to a drought. In folk myth, seashell resonance is the act of putting a shell to one's ear and being able to hear the ocean, which I feel like every human has done, right? Yeah. You can hear the ocean and you put your ear to a cup. I can hear the ocean. Um, Excuse me. I grew up in a place where uh, there are no beaches and... I'm very offended that you would suggest that everyone has experienced that. Um, well, I- I'm sorry. Would you like a shell to try it out? No, I just want to be mad at you. Go okay, on. Well, sorry. I accept that. <laughs> Therefore, when Kill Tana him with Flowers, kindness, Michael. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Therefore, when Tana Flowers puts her ear up to a shell, she should be able to hear the sounds of the ocean. Knowing there is water somewhere would give her hope through the drought, her depression, and eventually lead her to the well, water, and therefore happiness. Okay, interesting. Whoa. Also, there's a there's a, a link, like a video to a uh, Instagram. No, it's a Twitter post for Ask the Killers. I'm going to click play on this just on okay, my side. Let's hear it. Yeah, Michael, uh, you won't be able to hear it, but how about this? I'm going to count down from three and you just click the play button at the same time. How's that? Okay. Right, three, two, one, go. I used so the killers asked the killers, the "What's the story behind the album cover?" An analogy for my wife's life on the song "Wonderful, Wonderful," and the shell, the conch shell, is becomes a sort of symbol of hope and faith because the idea is when you put the shell to your ear, you hear. The ocean. Oh, interesting. Thanks. So that's literally what that person's. Yeah. Like you, you posted that video because that's literally what Brandon said. Okay. okay. So it's a symbol of hope. Yeah. You're in this arid desert, nothing, no greenery or anything. But if you put your ear to the shell, you can hear the water. You're in the middle of a desert and you look around and you see this thing and you're like, what the shell is that? <laughs> My God. I'll be over here. I'll be here all week, everybody. All right, cor- give me chorus one. Chorus one, motherless child, dost thou believe that thine afflictions have caused us to grieve? Motherless child, angels have closed their eyes. Thou wast thrown away and exposed. This just gives further credence to Poseidon Brandon, honestly. <laughs> Poseidon Brandon. Wait, is Poseidon. that did, did we do that? Was that a joke yeah, we did? Yeah, we did. I, I made that voice like that, like the Stentorian god voice, and uh assigned it to the when I was reading the lyrics. When when was this? I don't even remember this. Two two or three weeks ago, I Jesus. think. Jesus. Okay. Well maybe whatever. on top. I don't know, I'll have to listen to the episodes again. But uh Amy Christ Amy Christine Murphy says about chorus one. In light of multiple interviews that have detailed that the bulk of Wonderful Wonderful is about Tana's history, I think this song, the title track no less, is especially about Tana's abandonment by her mother and finding hope and healing in those who love her as she grows older. 
Brandon Flowers had detailed earlier in the Q article how most of the album is inspired by his wife's ho- t- wife Tana's horrible childhood, being abandoned by her mother, and dealing with her PTSD. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, Mickey2607 adds, uh, you mind if I read this? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Furthermore, depression can lead you to think your sufferings could have made the life of your loved ones worse, making you feel like a burden. Brandon might be suggesting that not only her mother, but even angels who are supposed to look after a person have abandoned her, closed their eyes, leaving her struggling on her own. So that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this song has a lot of ties to Tana's depression. Yeah. The and I guess reflections of what her life was like. Very interesting. We've been getting music about Tana for eons. Like I said, this is it's everything's about Tana. It's all about Tana. Even Tyson versus Douglas. Tyson versus Douglas. It's about Tana. <laughs> anyway, verse two. Verse two. Don't you listen to the never. Keep praying for rain. Dancing for rain. No sweet for the pain of a motherless child. Rescue, rescue. Brandon wants his wife not to give in to dark thoughts, but to keep her hope high. To keep praying for rain in a muggy day and not to feed her pain. That was from Mickey 2607. Hell yeah. Pre-chorus two. Keep an ear to the shell. Keep an ear to the shell. Stay on the path that leads to the well. There are many. Take the one that leads to the well. I remember when we were listening to this before the pod. uh, And. The thing that struck me was, and I know this is a really stupid interpretation, but I am an idiot, so it's okay. This song sounds like it's an episode of Lassie, but from Lassie's perspective. What's that? Little Timmy fell down the well. But this is this is Lassie going, keep an ear to the shell, keep it to the shell, stay on the path that leads to the well. Motherless child. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I've never seen. I would would really appreciate if dogs spoke in like an old English or like middle English affectation where they say things like, and I shall give thee great cause to rejoice. Well, I'm I'm thinking of it more like um, dog language hasn't been translated since that time. And so the only working translation dictionary we have is from that time. And so it just works that way. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think you, <laughs> you got to read a thing. Yeah, oh, sorry. We got distracted. I didn't realize I didn't need to read the annotation. This is from Tim. This is from Tim 13. Who's largely saying something we've already heard. Flowers uses the theme of drought to symbolize his wife Tana's struggle with depression, with the shell offering a sound of peace and harmony, which is which in her case is in the form of counseling or help. This will then lead her to the well, conquering the drought that will help her deal with depression. Oh, man, this next one's fucking awesome. OK, oh, chorus two: motherless child. Follow my voice. Bork, bork. And I give shall give thee great cause to rejoice. Motherless child, be of good cheer. Mine arm is reached out. I am here. I'll crush every doubt and every fear. Clothesline the shame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is literally another wrestling move. You're right. 
I didn't even. I told you. Yeah, didn't drop even, kick like, the shame, clothesline the shame. Yeah, dude. I feel like the shame is a pro wrestler, and Brandon is also a pro wrestler. Uh, and you will answer to the name. Before you read this next annotation, I want you to give your best wrestling promo as Brandon Flowers. <laughs> and he's going up against oh, man. the shame. Okay, so I'm doing kayfabe as Brandon Flowers calling out the shame. Exactly. And how you're going to kick his ass at WrestleMania two weeks from tonight or whatever. I got to be honest with all you folks here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, greatest city in the United States. Am I right? (sighs) Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm kind of sick of the shame. And I'm thinking... It's time to drop kick his ass. So Sunday night at SummerSlam, I wanted you to get your little shamey wamey bitch boy ass down to the ring in a table, ladders, and chairs match. And uh whoever's left standing is truly gonna be wonderful, wonderful. Am I right? <sighs> yeah, woo! I like I like how soft spoken you made wrestler Brandon. He I can't not do uh I would just imagine that Brandon's always just really chill and soft spoken. Yeah. Even I, as a wrestler. I don't know. I mean I don't watch I don't watch wrestling, but I mean, are there any wrestlers who are like that? Because I feel like it's been a long time since I watched wrestling. But when I watch wrestling, no, I mean, everybody wants to have a bombastic, memorable personality. There's definitely weird people and like super bizarre people. I feel everybody is just over the top. I feel like being super soft spoken would be like a really good shtick, though. But you have to. Yeah, you have to kick tons of ass. And I feel like it would work better as like as a heel sort of thing as opposed to as a face sort of thing interesting like you're just so disaffected that you can't even be bothered to be passionate yeah like the undertaker Mm, okay but the undertaker doesn't really scream very much so maybe i mean well and mick foley had a character called dude love that was pretty chill yeah hi welcome to soul of a truck a podcast about pro wrestling if we're going to do a prod, if you're going to do a podcast about pro wrestling, you just have to do it with my brother. I there's yeah. no I know no bigger wrestling fan than my brother. I will. Uh, I will see what we can do. I don't watch wrestling. I'm not going to. do that. <laughs> OK, anyway, Mickey 2607 says, oh, wow. Yeah, this is a real doozy. Also, buckle up. The singer tries to reach out to her wife. Oh, that's weird. The singer tries to watch out to his wife offering to be a guide through dark times and help her find joy in life. He wants to make sure she knows he's there for her. In the Bible, God is often juxtaposed to the rain. Here we go, Bible verses. Hell yeah. Shower, shower, O heavens, from above, and let the clouds rain down righteousness. Let the earth open, that salvation and righteousness may bear fruit. Let the earth cause them both to sprout. I, the Lord, have created it. Isaiah 45, 8. That's my favorite, uh, like, 60s, like, hippie song lyric I've ever heard. Sorry, go on. <laughs> he gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields. Job 5.10. 
That's about how I believe. <laughs> I believe Brandon, being a Mormon, uses this analogy to describe what joy is as opposed to depression. And then in all caps, proposed suggestion. I believe when he says clothesline the shame, he's referring to a clothesline tackle in football. Yeah, obviously. A move in which a player on defense strikes an offensive player on the neck or chest by extending an arm away from his body and parallel to the playing field. Interesting. And uh, Contradax Contradax says, "Um, Mormonism is a sect of Christianity. Yes, Contradax, we know. Thank you. Downvote. Down. Wait, Contradax is like a super genius on here. Oh, well then, and he's a, he's an editor, and he's being like passive aggressive. Uh, yeah, then definitely downvote. Yeah, come on, dude. Definitely, you're better I, than that. You're better than that, Conradax. You don't need to be passive aggressive when somebody's out here writing essays on your website. Downvoted as the soul of a truck podcast. Downvoted, reported, blocked, squelched. Got any other verbs there, buddy? And uh, hacked. Hacked. <laughs> Take me to the bridge, Spencer. I well, I come before on, we girl, go on. Go I, ahead, I disagree. Going to the club. I don't. VIP. Go ahead, get going with the drinks. I don't know me. if we <laughs> take him to the Matthews Bridge. <laughs> All right, take me to the bridge for real. No, no, you were gonna say something. I was going to say that uh, I, I guess, yeah, you can take some religious symbolism from this. Uh, like I said, it sounds kind of churchy. And then, I mean, the 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 language itself using these and nows and wast, you wast. know, that old style King James Version English. Sure. I can see why you'd think that. I dig it. Anyway, take it to the bridge. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. Motherless child, I am with thee. Thou wast never alone. Uh, you should probably do the wonderful, wonderful. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. You will answer to the name wonderful, wonderful. Throughout the Old Testament, and especially in the books of the prophets, God gives a name to a person or place. See Isaiah 62, 4 in particular. You shall no more be termed forsaken, and your land shall no more be termed desolate. But you shall be called my delight is in her and your land married. Kinky. In, in this song, the chorus and half of the bridge seems to be using the voice of God when it uses the archaic pronouns and verbs, thee, thou, wast, thine, and so on. God shall intervene in the life of the motherless child and drive out what has caused her to be downtrodden, doubt, fear, and shame. And she shall know herself by a new name, Wonderful, Wonderful. It's kind of pretty, actually. I like that. Yeah, that's a nice interpretation. Motherless child, I am with thee, thou wast never alone. I just read that. Maybe I'm dirty. Maybe I'm unworthy. Motherless child, can you hear me? I will give you a home. These last two lines, or these two lines of the bridge avoid the archaic language of the chorus and the preceding part of the bridge. Instead of canst thou hear me, I will give thee a home. The words are, can you hear me? I will give you a home. That coupled with maybe I'm dirty and worthy makes it unlikely that these lines are using the voice of God. Instead, they are the voice of God's human agent in the redemption of the motherless child, which is the man who loves and accepts her and will give her a home. Aww. The man recognizes his own uncleanness and unworthiness, which might come as a surprise to the motherless child who considers herself to be dirty and unworthy, but offers his comfort, protection, and love to the woman. That's, that's... Brandon's the savior. 
Jesus, Brandon. Wonderful, He's wonderful, the- wonderful, wonderful. Motherless child, I am with thee. Thou wast never alone. Maybe I'm dirty. Maybe I'm unworthy. Motherless child, can you hear me? I will give you a home. Okay, there's no way I'm reading all of this by TKBYD. Well, how about I read it? I'll read it. I'll read it. Okay. To add to Jeffrey's interpretation found on the annotations in the above lines, yes, there is a dichotomy of the archaic language here. Motherless child, I am with thee. Thou wast never alone. And the syntax in this line, motherless child, can you hear me? I will give you a home. This is consistent with the interpretation that the first line is spoken by God and the second by Brandon. This this sounds, I swear to God, if you ever want a good laugh, go to a Passover Seder. This sounds exactly like some Haggadah shit. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> okay, anyway. And the second by Brandon, addressing the motherless child. They both have the same message. They are answering the child or inner child and reassuring her. Maybe I'm dirty. Maybe I'm unworthy is spoken by the motherless child or Tana Flowers, as some interpretations read. What is unspoken here is that she is questioning her path and searching for answers. We can interpret this as her also questioning her faith, as this line immediately follows one which we have explored as being God's voice. But still, she questions Is it the second voice? Oh, it is the second voice. Brandon, who brings her back to herself and arguably her faith. Although we do not know by the end of Wonderful Wonderful if the motherless child hears the voice, this is a theme explored throughout the album. Thanks, TK Bide Rag. Okay. Wow. I've asked you this question before. All right, you're playing an online game with TK BYD Rag. What do you call him? He's oh TK. Calm TK. Okay, cool. Yeah. That one's easier than that guy whose name was like letters and numbers. Basically. <laughs> anyway. All right. So that's uh anyway, the last words of the song is you were never alone. That's it. So how do well, you feel? How do you feel that about was some deep that was some deep shit? Yeah, how do you feel about these lyrics overall? I think they're actually pretty good. Um, they remain pretty cohesive to the symbolism Brandon's trying to achieve. Uh, I mean, straight from his mouth, the like hope amongst the depression or the desert and his desire to, though I do feel like thematically there are tons of killer songs that are about this like very same thing. I mean, most of Wonderful Wonderful, like we've said, is about this. So a lot of the lyrics end up being kind of about the same theme. So honestly, I'm, buying k wolf's interpretation of the four voices oh i'm kind of into that i i like it it's it's a good it's a good way of thinking about the song from my perspective yeah i could appreciate that yeah no i dig it uh where are we right now okay so there's one name the same this week okay you excited i'm so excited for the name this well i mean this is a stark contrast to last week where we had tons of name the sames. Well, you know, you win some. You Only some. name the sames. OK, so. So this is the song Wonderful, Wonderful by Johnny Mathis. Oh. 
uh, more beach imagery. this it's sweet I'm waiting for it to hit a minute ah, close yeah that was sweet you know it's a some romance music where you take your best gal out to the drive-in and go on snug and you know you put your arm around her and then look up at the projection screen bam shrek forever after and you realize it's never going to get better than this. That went in a completely different direction. I'm proud of you for keeping it clean. <laughs> You're welcome. This is a PG podcast. Listen to the rest of our episodes. Completely PG. Yeah. G rated all play it for your play it for your small child. Uh, and your grandmother. Okay. In your humble opinion, what is the most mm. impressionable age? Ooh. Four? Four. Play it for your four-year-old, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Play, play, uh, oh, what was, what was the episode where I just swore a lot? Um, all of them. Yeah, but play, play, play the on-top episode. Ooh, yeah, it might get a little bit rough. Or any of the murder trilogy. I mean, even the content alone without swearing has got a little dark. Jesus, yeah, you're right. <laughs> huh, yeah, just play those episodes for your four-year-old. <laughs> They'll love it. They'll love it. It's perfect for kids. Don't... So, uh, all right. So, yeah. How, got what, a live, of... We got actual live versions. That yeah. was a nice song. It was sweet. It was, it was endearing. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, there's uh, I picked out three live versions. They're all from the same tour. It doesn't seem like they played this song a lot after the Dub Dub tour. I can see that. Yeah. I bet that it it you know it's a hit or miss type song. I bet there's people who fairly very strongly don't like it. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay, so first off, this is from London in uh, 2017. And actually, hold on. I think I fucked up. Oh, this is. OK, cool. OK, so actually, we should be playing the second one first. I got this out of order. OK, so this is from Nottingham, uh, November 23rd, 2017. Man, they opened with this song, huh? I don't know. Maybe it's maybe this is the <coughs> or maybe uh, it's the encore. Yeah, maybe it's the encore. What? 
It's the cracked ground from the lyrics video. In a big triangle. Now, kids, this is not an equilateral triangle. Really? How would you calculate its area? Well, you'd have to first know the uh, degree of the angles of the triangle and the length of all the sides. Hmm. What if I only know two of the angles, Michael? Well, then you can use that to determine the, ang the degree of the third angle using Pythagorean theorem. This is this is the worst thing we've ever done. I'm I'm all about this bit though, like for real. <laughs> it's really about math. Yeah, look at Ted just coming out there. Man, this is quite a build-up. I mean, that's the song in a nutshell. Blue balls, blue balls, blue balls. I don't even think that is Ted. That might be uh, Shadow. That looks Ted. like Mark. No. In the back. No, that's Ted. That's Ted right there. Oh yeah, he's doing the. And oh, that is. No, that's not Mark. That's Ted for sure, though. Look at Ronnie just standing behind his his gong. Like just hiding. Oh no, that's not there Ronnie. That's not I'm Ronnie. so that's confused. A I'm so confused. Oh my god! Oh. Do we have epaulets, Brandon? No, no, no. Those were the those no, are the there's backup no singers. There's that no was, way. There's no way. That was the backup singers. I wish that during this era, Brandon had worn like conch shell epaulets. This oh, is... and the triangle is lifting. This is insane. This is sick. Oh, it's Brandon back there. The guy I thought was Ronnie was actually Brandon hiding behind Ronnie's gong. Holy fuck, this rocks. And he's on the wireless mic too, classic. Oh my god, this fucking rules. Cause it's so it's so friggin' groovy. Brandon's just out here having a blast. I, I mean, that's Brandon in a nutshell. Oh, this wow! This is so good. Okay, we can't we can't listen to this whole thing. Yeah, Spencer's over here nutting. I'm gotta... big nut. Like this is like <laughs> mad cummy energy. Like the Nova real. nut from Big Coomer Spencer. Coomer Spence. That friggin' rule. That was awesome. 
I'm okay. Right. We're gonna skip the London one because it's from f- four days later, and I want to go to the New York one. So I assume the London one is exactly the same. So we're gonna go to New York in 2018. Okay. And see what that was like. Let's see if this what sets like. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, still the triangle. It um, didn't. It didn't look like it before, but. It looks yeah. like this is pretty much how they were starting shows. What is the point of this big fucking triangle, though? I, it's probably where they play all the graphics for the songs, you know? All the big bands have this now. Ah. But it's it's in front of everything. But then they, it, like, lifts up? It seems very unwieldy, ungainly, unintuitive. Let's they skip, actually like, fly from show to show in that. Yeah. Let me let me skip to like halfway through. Let's see what the rest yeah, of this sounds Let's see, like. let's see. We've already seen this intro. Yeah. This is the man. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's back on Brandon. the wired mic. And he has like uh is it I can't tell if it's leather or if it's just like peach. He colored. is wearing he is wearing a leather salmon colored blazer. And a and just all black otherwise. It's it's a look. Oh man, I fucking love this build up. Now I'm now I'm back to saying swearing a lot. There's Jake. There's Jake. Rocking it back there. And always uh, wrong. That gong is incredible. I love that he keeps it around. If you ever watch the video for Human, it's back there. It's he doesn't even use it in the song. It's it's like a promise that he will use it at some point. Wow. That song seems fun live. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun not live, so. That's true. That's big, true. But it's good. the build-up will be so much fun. Yeah. No, this is super good. 10 out of 10. Good work, the killers. Well done, guys. Good work, fellas. So, uh, you ready to So, you ready to get into covers, Michael? I'm so ready. I can't wait. <laughs> Imagine this on a Gerwig. It probably it's probably underwhelming. There aren't any Gerwigs this week. However, there ah. are two people singing over the instrumental, and then okay. I've got a really special one for uh, the last one. Ooh, okay, let's see it. But before we do that, we are going to do an advertisement. So uh, uh, we're just going to stop talking for four seconds. The ad will play, and then you can skip through the ad through the rest of that thing, and then totally listen to the covers. So that's what we're going to do now. Right. So covers. 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 Okay. Oh, we're not. We're doing that one last. Okay. So we're just going to reorder these really quick. Because I feel like this one should be the last one. Okay. So. This. Is from the channel. S car goes. Awesome. Oh, my God. Awesome. Awesome channel name. All right. 
right? And this is called Wonderful, Wonderful, The Killer's Cover. We're going we're to skip through the intro. <laughs> Scar goes, ooh, ooh. This is still the intro. Let's go to a minute. This is very honest and earnest. Yeah, I know. It's this is kind of cute. Just someone record. It's like recorded in like a car or something. We don't know what this person's room looks like, which is a bummer. We have yeah. no idea if the Beatles are watching or. Yeah. So the image is like the album cover with like a little hand drawn like person singing. And then the title. Well, that's a very nice cover by user Escargo's Uwu. Great name. Uwu notices your killer's bulge. I'll let you sit with that for a moment. You're going to have to do the rest of the pod by yourself for that one. <laughs> Damn, I got a that, lot of episodes to go. That does not uwu my owo. <laughs> or owo my uwu. Whatever the correct. <laughs> okay, next up we've got uh, this one I thought was super awkward. But, you know, whatever. It's also got some kind of spooky vibes but we'll get there in a second okay so this is from the channel Sahid Carrasco and it's wonderful wonderful the killer's cover and I want you to describe what you're seeing when this video okay. starts All right, here we go okay the moon is the first thing you see uh, wonderful wonderful by the killers title card title card yeah cover by uh, Sikaru Martinez, uh, I can, that's too fast. Subject, English 5, schedule 11 to 13. Okay. Yes. Oh, this is for a class, clearly. Yeah. Oh, my. Um, it's three people, one guy in the back wearing a mask, and then there's two girls in the front. They're all singing together. This is kind of creepy. This is also in black and white. Yeah. I'm gonna skip to the uh, end part. There's also, you can also still hear Brandon singing, which gives this like a very like haunted feel. No, no, I think, I think the guy's singing. In... All right, I'm gonna you skip to the end. You can still hear Brandon. Oh, definitely. Okay, so we're going to skip to the end here. Let's see here. Come on. It, it's like loading for me. Okay, pause it. <laughs> this is also incredibly honest. Yeah, it's 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 adorable. 
that was by uh, Sahid Carrasco. Yeah. And uh, that was clearly for like a high school or college project. So. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What you think? What <laughs> you think? Interesting cover you found for me this week, Spencer. This is the only. Those were the only cover covers at all. Wow. There was, there was nothing well, this week. There were what's this covers. next one gonna even be? You ready? I'm so ready. I'm just gonna click it. This is from the channel Timeless Music. M O O S I K. Okay. There it is. Oh no. That's using an image from Kill Bill. Or actually, the animation from Kill Bill. Which which one? You should probably describe it so that other it's, people... It's uh, when uh, God, the Lucy Liu's characters killed that dude. Her, like, that well, that corrupt dude. She, like, st stabs him through the bed, and then she gets on top of him, and she's, like, covered in his blood, and then somebody walks in, and she looks over. It's just playing that moment when she looks over at whoever walked in on loop. And what's oh my the, god. What's, what's the video titled? The video is titled The Killer's Wonderful Wonderful Slowed and Reverb. Hell yeah. This is super creepy. It told you it's it's ultra sinister. Oh my god. Ah! Just imagine Just imagine like the little chef from fucking TikTok. Like slowly walking towards you, right? Do you even know what I'm oh. talking about? No. If you if you haven't seen it, there's a there's a TikTok called Soggy Nugget, and it's oh. like these these incredibly adorable cooking videos where this fucking demon cooks food, and it's hilarious. All right, we got to skip to the end to see what that sounds like. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Let's, let's go this is stop there. incredibly cursed. Oh. Oh, no. No, thank you. Nope. Oh, I love how nope this is. It's great. So the song Wonderful, Wonderful, Spencer, how do you feel about it ultimately? I think that this has the best drop of any killer song. I'm not I even I think kidding. that's bold, but I really like it. I I really like this as a title track. I think it's really it really leads off the album well, even if the album as a whole doesn't hold up to the same standard. That is a true like song does. Um but that's I do. a spoiler. I think this is a. I just there, it, there's something about this one. It's so dynamic. It doesn't get Springsteeny. It feels it, it feels incredibly um, it, authentic it, to the Killers. Yeah, it feels like a Killers song while also being entirely original and unique. And that's right. That says something. That's that's good. Yes, it doesn't go down the same because like Flesh and Bone, the title track from the previous album goes down some track like some very well-worn paths it doesn't do a whole lot that's super new but this song it, it's doing its own thing and i really like it and the fact that we learned today that the bass line was written by mark it makes me very happy exactly yeah 
So with that said, with all that said, we've reached the end of our episode. If you enjoyed what you, uh, well, actually let's back up. If, if, if you've stuck it out this far, thank you so much for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, definitely support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of the truck killers podcast. And you should uh, totally follow us on Instagram where every once in a while, Micah will make an incredible meme. And uh, also follow us on Twitter where I try my best to be always on and always trolling. Stay tuned next week for year two of soul of a truck. And uh, Michael say goodbye. Bye. Love you. This is me testing my audio. The song should be playing in the background. Michael, say the word butts like four times. Butts, 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 butts. Perfect.